You are listening to the sound of, of freedom. freedom. Welcome to Talk Sucker. With me, as always, is the gang, the recently promoted Leo, first sidekick, first <laughs> DJ sidekick. What are podcast host DJs called? Anyway, Leo's been promoted. The fortune cookie told him. Yeah, that I was up for promotion, so here we are. And, as always, Izzy. Yeah, I'm just here. Izzy coming hot off of his demotion. <laughs> <laughs> Would you accept that you didn't get promoted, just Izzy got slightly demoted? Yeah, I'll okay. take it. Oh. They changed chairs. Maybe that's it. <laughs> we'll see how this new setup works. I have a better view, so... Ooh. <laughs> Either way, this episode we're talking about oh, many things. We've consumed so much food and media recently, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the thing on everybody's lips, Drag Race. If you haven't seen Drag Race yet, it's a show about drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> and for everyone else... So what did you think of this last episode of Drag Race? I think I was kind of slightly going into it being like, oh, this might be a really bad episode because the internet wasn't... My like phone also yeah. sent, my phone sandbagged the episode. My phone yeah. was like, oh, worst makeover ever. My I, phone just broke, so I was clear out of like social media influencing me. Ooh. Yeah. What's happening now that you're forced to disconnect? I don't know. Do you feel your mind is changing or brainwaves are changing? No, I just kind of threw my phone around all the time anyway, so... Obviously. I think she deserves a break. (laughs) There are screen protectors that look like shattered screens, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's how mine always end up. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so we watched Drag Race. Vanjie's still in it. Yeah. Though her days are numbered, it seems, although she did well this week. Yeah. Oh, I think Vanjie should do a series of advertisements where she just says the name brand of the word in her Miss Vanjie voice. You know, like, she'd just be like, man-witch, man-witch. Because I feel like a place would be like, oh, to get Vanjie to say your, like, product name? How much do you think that's worth? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Two mil. Two mil? Jesus Christ. Yeah, where is she? Two hundred. Where is she do? Because she's, <laughs> she's not doing it on Drag Race. They're not letting her do commercials yeah, on Drag Race. True. Just a regular commercial. That'd be funny if, if anyone were constantly working in product placement into their when they're on live TV. Well, I don't know. Why am I like TV. straight? Like I went straight to like Super Bowl prices or something. Your assessment of Vanjie's worth is so high. Yeah, you you love Vanjie. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. I'd love to see uh, Mit- Alexis Mateo's face when you said that Vanjie saying the name of your product would be worth two million. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, All Alexis right. Mateo, remember her? Yeah. She was great. Ooh, the, Sponsor our podcast. Well, the fact that we're talking about her, she must be. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. All right, so Vanjie's in it. Her days might be numbered. I hope she gets a little bit further, you know? I'm not that impressed with Silky. I liked Nina West. I was sad to see her go. Yeah. But I loved watching her walk away. <laughs> Ew, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I think she had a lot of character that most of the people there didn't and she could play to her strengths but at the same time she couldn't like up her weaknesses at a very uh, exponential rate i think it wasn't so much upping her weaknesses i think it was sometimes she played a nina west hand when they didn't necessarily want like this last week it's kind of like yeah her outfits were fine and she embodies that kind of older weirder campier style of drag but they still wanted kind of a runaway thing and she gave them kind of like dumb ish costumes not dumb costumes but like in terms of a runway that wouldn't be a, 
a runway look, but it'd be, like they said, a pride float costume. No? Mm-hmm. So it's too bad she left. You know, before this episode, I was like, is Nina West going to be the first, like, plus-sized winner? Has there been one? Mm. When people read Jinx, they say she's <laughs> well, the first one. Oh, that's funny. I don't know. In my head, Jinx looks like if a character from Peanuts, the comic strip, came to life. When I imagine what Jinx looks like in real life, I'm like, oh, she's like if a Peanuts character came to life. You know? I just imagine the Pokemon. Oh, Jinx. Oh, so how many... Did we play this game already? How many drag queens are named after Pokemon? Jinx Monsoon, Evie Oddly. Did I do this last time? And then I did an impression of Evie Oddly. <laughs> you did definitely do an impression of Evie Oddly. It's Evie. I'm, it's Evie. I'm here today. <laughs> All right. Oh, Evie's leaving. If it was like ten times louder. Maybe. N- next episode? <laughs> no, I'm just saying right now from our podcast. Oh, okay. I was pretending Bye. that. Bye. Oh, you know what? I said Nina West was campy, and that brings me to one of our topics. The theme for the recent Met Gala was this camp notes on style or what have you. It's based on the Met exhibit on camp in fashion and obviously based on the Susan Sontag essay, Notes on Camp or what have you. I presume you guys have not read that Sontag essay? No, what? (laughs) Or maybe you have in some class. Have you had to read Notes on Camp? When when you said... Notes on Camp. Notes on Camp, two minutes later. No, but like when I heard the theme for the Met Ball was camp, I was like, is it like, like camping? Like going to the forest and camping or like... You have to be can't be like a drag queen. Yeah, can't be like a drag queen. Although it would have been, I was looking through the images and being like, did someone dress up in a campy camp outfit to be like extra (laughs) campy? (laughs) I don't know if I would have. It would have been. I feel like it would have been a hit if someone did that. If they did it well, for sure. Yeah. 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 Did you guys see any of those looks? No. I saw a couple on Twitter for right. sure. It's at zero. So I'm Everyone just like, I'll, I'll get some up for Leo to look at on my phone while we talk yeah. about this. This do is you, blind reaction but to Mangala photo. While I get some photos, do you guys want to talk about what are your ideas of camp? When you hear camp being used to describe something or what, what is it usually used to describe and what do you think it means? Just talk openly about that and freely. I think like absurd performance or something that's just super exaggerated to the point that you can't just laugh at it, even though it's it might be something serious or it might be something just like, I don't know, just like a super exaggerated in itself or comically. Okay, comically exaggerated. I find that that is always a theme of it, right? Comically exaggerated. Yeah. Leo? Uh, yeah, I think... Can't be looks. They're just supposed to be kind of like a joke a little bit, but also like look kind of cool as opposed to just like something else. Yeah. I haven't read this notes on camp essay since I was your guys' age or in college, what have you. So I don't remember what she said, you know, about it exactly. I agree with you. Sometimes I feel like it's one of those things like obscenity where people have trouble defining at what moment it becomes this. What I've noticed is that for a lot of normal straight square people it just means gay or some association with gay people i think sometimes people call things campy and i'm like but i guess this person who did this is gay but i don't see you know sometimes i'm confused as to identifying it as campy you know i don't know do you find that or maybe you haven't found that? i haven't come across from it but i guess i wouldn't be surprised yeah i don't think it being something labeled as gay or queer or something would be surprising just based off of how many people are against non-normative 
kind of ways of dress. And I mean, I'm kind of thinking of it in regards to the ball scene a little bit. It has some attribution to that, I feel like. And just the way that maybe you can dress up as a businessman, but it would still be something that you're kind of, it's like a fantasy dream, but at the same time, just making fun of it, or like shoving it in their faces. I guess with that, specifically with the businessman look, I felt like realism. That was, they were going for, you know... What's the word for realism? Realness. Realness. They were going for realness. As opposed to the camp idea where I think it's what you guys had mentioned before. Sort of you are performing almost. You know, like you're aware of what you're doing and what you're presenting and how it's overblown or how it's an idea that exists as maybe more than what you're doing, you know. All right, I'll show you some of these looks, Leo. Tell me what you think of okay. this. Let's see how campy these are. Oh, God. Ooh, serving camp. Who was the one who dressed up as a Boy Scout? Um, Madonna? Madonna? Yeah, that was some years ago. Here's Jared Leto's look. He's holding a Jared Leto head. Okay. Doesn't that head actually look like the head from Dracula at the end of Francis Ford yeah. Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula? Right? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like a very fake beheaded head. Yeah. But what do you guys think of Jared Leto? Who's that? It's this guy. He's an actor. He's been in some movies. Okay. He's been in a bunch of things. He's wearing a lot of red. I love red. Power color. Good for you that you're still at the Met Gala? I don't know. I don't well, really remember. I don't even know much. what the Met Gala is. It's a museum? The Metropolitan Museum of Art is a museum, yes. And they have a fashion section. And that fashion section every year has a fundraising gala ball. And it's the hottest ticket to get. You know? Really? There were a bunch of drag queens there this year. And this was the first year RuPaul was invited, apparently. What? Okay. What about this look? Camp? It's kind of like a modern art look. Why aren't you showing me RuPaul's? We'll get to RuPaul. It's kind of RuPaul. Hello? Hello? Don't get your hopes up and we'll get to RuPaul. I just figured we'd build to the celebrities that, that you like. That's... Like, who's uh, this? Do you know who this is? This is We Need to Talk About Kevin Ezra Miller. Did we watch that? No, we didn't, but I have. <laughs> okay. All right. Ooh, there's a Katy Perry look in here that I mm. feel like will have Leo upset. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Kim Kardashian, and you'll notice if you look closely that Kanye West is also in the photo. Yeah, I see him. But I he's dressed head to toe in black. He just looks like a paratrooper or something. He's dressed head to toe in black, basically. With a he's blending into the people in the background. Yeah, and he just blends in. Yeah. What he's, do you think of her? Like, her body is unreal. Can you believe she's never had plastic surgery? <laughs> Funny. Yeah, she's so weirdly proportioned. She's just really good at blending out those, like... Uh, pads, pads. Yeah. those pad edges pad edges are so good on her yeah i'll get some more some more looks okay this, this is what katie perry wore katie perry the one who stabbed leo in the back <laughs> what do you think of this outfit she looks like a chandelier um, that's true she does look like a chandelier i i don't know chandelier specifically good for camp this is campy more like drag queen campy Ooh, no? what do you think of this gown? Ooh, ah, that looks cool. What is that? I saw a post on Twitter that was like, oh, it's like a sticky hand that just like is following her. Oh, that, that's, <laughs> uh, Viola, that's Viola Chachki's look. I'll get um, that one up. You didn't let me look at that last one. That last one? Uh, I want to look at it up close. All right, we'll go back to it. Whatever. I didn't realize I was Violet Chachki, and y'all always bring her up, and I think I follow her on Instagram, but I had no idea. I thought that was a pretty campy and funny look. Yeah, it's cool. I'm looking for the photo where you can see the hand, but I can't find it right now. The train of her dress had like a big, like yeah. it looked like a black hand. And there's one where she's going up the stairs where it looked really cool. It looks like one of those sticky hands, the ones that you stick. Yeah. But like you once it like stops working and then it just like drags along everywhere. <laughs> That's how I... Ugh. 
Katy Perry changed out of that chandelier outfit and she put on this later on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? It's the hamburger outfit. <laughs> you don't like it? It's no joke, too. She really did that. She really did, yeah. I believe you. I just think it's so funny. It's so funny because like, she definitely was trying to do drag queen campy. I don't know if this has anything to do with that guy, what poem he wrote or whatever. I think it'd be funny if she did it after dinner or something. <laughs> Take a look at RuPaul's look. Someone on the internet said that it looked sort of like that zebra gum, zebra swirl, fruit gum or what have you. I don't like it. I mean, I guess it's... It's a RuPaul suit. It's That's a, what it does. But the thing is, it's not RuPaul suit. Like, it's all big and made out of this weird material to, like, look plasticky. You know what I mean? It looks, like, artificial. Maybe the artifice is part of the camp. The last time I was discussing the word camp with James a few nights ago, because we were talking about this whole thing, I kept on being like, it's like a Brechtian presentation. Where, you know, Brechtian is like a theater presentation where you're aware of how bad you are doing it, kind of. And it's like you're presenting a character and you're like, oh, this is so bad and weird. So people take note that you're acting or that you're emoting or, you know, getting them to do something. And I think that's part of the campiness. Like part of the cornerstone of campiness is to be aware that you're doing something exaggerated or bizarre or, you know, this may be sometimes inappropriate. You know, like sometimes on Drag Race when the drag queens make jokes about themselves in a way that you're like, oh, that's a, a little weird, you know, like, I'm like, that has an element of campiness to it if you look at it, with, mm -hmm. I think, who knows. Here's a Violet Chachi where you can see the hand better. You like? You like? It's a cool look. Yeah. She's serving Violet Chachi. Who was that woman with the red dress? It looked so long. Like, girl, are you getting married or something? I can't find her name, but it's a crazy dress. Yeah. Oh. It's this red dress with layer after layer of, like, train and concentric circles heading out. It's insane. Oh, it's so cool. And it, it lifts up with so much structure. Oh, what? it's party D. Oh, it is? Here. What is that made out of? Yeah, I saw it, but I wasn't impressed in some of the pictures that I saw it in. I was like, oh, oh okay. and the few photos we've seen of it here, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, Cardi B, there you go. Like, look at this. At first, I thought it just had that shape because it was trailing down the steps. And then I was like, oh, yeah. wait, those ruffles in that shape has nothing to do with the steps it's trailing down. It's yeah. just its own, like, cascading That's look. why I was so shocked and I wanted to look at it earlier. Yeah, I, yeah it's cool. On the one or two pictures that I saw, I was like, okay, cool. Like, it just has some ruffles but it seems really interesting what would y'all have worn given the assignment camp or what would Ooh. where would your starting point place have been it, you guys might wear women's clothes or drag so that's or a costume that's different camp who knows yeah where would you start even reading that susan sontag essay i guess i suppose where every rational person would start by reading susan sontag how many people at the Met gala do you think read that to prepare for this none no i bet I bet a fair share of them had already read it. It's like fashion people. I feel like fashion people have overlap with sort of highbrow pretentious circles. Not that there's anything bad with that. I love highbrow pretentious stuff. <laughs> but you know, I feel like they have lots of overlap and they're obviously, they're going to a place that they met and you know, and she famously wrote that camp essay. And she wrote other stuff that they I'm sure have read. You know, they read criticism. I feel like museum goers and stuff like that are read criticism, you know. I told you that I have a friend that works in the same building as Anna Wintour, like the Condé Nast people. She's like, you can always tell when people are here for our office and when people are here for theirs. She's like, only the ugly people come to us. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys like those looks? It's campy. Uh, the Met, what a great museum, right? You know there are places in the Met where you can sit and whisper. Like points where you can whisper, talk to each other. Mm, crazy.
because of the acoustics and such. Yeah, that's a secret that us people from back east know. True or false, you can only say back east if you are from back east. Back east? <laughs> I feel like if you were dating someone from the back east, would that count? If they went, maybe you could be like, oh, Brad's back east right now. Yeah. You know, Brad grew up back east, you know? Like if you're referencing someone from back east. But I don't think if you were going to visit Brad's family, yeah, you'd would be like, I'm going to the east coast. You wouldn't be like, I'm going back east. But that's getting more specific. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I hope you and Brad are happy together. Oh, Brad. Back east. Speaking of things that you're not allowed to say, Israel, earlier this week... I saw this post a while back that was on African-American kind of... um. Street queen vernacular? Yeah, How did they phrase it? vernacular that no one else should say, basically. And it was like... You should get the list up. Oh, you don't have a... I don't have a phone at the moment. But it would say things like queen. Yes. The T was the T on there? T was there, yeah. The thing with yas is, is that necessarily only african-american i feel like it's more like a gay thing like you know what i mean and sure lots of people are like oh i'm friends with a gay guy in my office i'm allowed to say yes queen whatever you want and it's like that's fine i find that better than someone being like sharpening a pitchfork you know if there's only one option or the other i prefer people finding it droll instead of enraging and violence inducing but either way is it wrong if someone says yes queen i don't say it usually i guess Mm -hmm. Do I? I should only say it in serious situations. Like when, they, when they're like calling you in for jury duty. Segura, yes, queen. <laughs> What's another serious situation? Are you guilty? <laughs> How do you plead? No. Gu- no, queen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, the two words that got me like thrown off for bougie and ratchet just because i feel like growing up i would say that with like so many friends and like i would hear it from so but many people bougie, and i was just like uh yeah like that's bougie that has existed for so long people saying that you know it's not to a point when i was like they're the only subgroup because it was a very specific thing right it was like african-american and gay slash possibly drag queen you know yeah I think, like, thought wasn't on there, so I was like, is there actually, like, a line between thought and, like, ratchet, or is it just, like, they forgot about that word or something? But thought is, like, a modern acronym, right? That wasn't, like, uh... Yeah, Yeah, but it's, like, that originates somewhere. Like, I don't know what their... Either way, I think that the list in general, to me, seems like it was made more so by someone who's, like, I hate that people say these words. Like, I don't want to hear white people saying these things and sound like African-American person or drag queen or whatever. And I know that's not the only part of it because some people are like, you know, it's a bit of social or co-opting to speak in this way or to affect this patois or what have you. But sometimes over the years, I've been like, more often than not, I've been like, when people try to police your words in that way. And I don't mean with words that we shouldn't say, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like with things like this, there's sometimes is some underlying racist element where they're like, or some classist element where they're like, we just don't want to sound like this. And like, it's disgusting that our proper white children are speaking this way because music is popular and what have you, you know? When I hear it, like the knee jerk reaction is that's weird to be like we aren't allowed to say these words except for words which of course have like a big history with them you know what i mean i mean like there's a difference between having terms or derogatory terms that you take back and then integrate into your culture and like things that you grew up with in a neighborhood and then there's people co-opting those i feel like things like 
nappy are still like integral into like their community like into like african-american community and that's something you shouldn't be saying unless like you're really like in tune or like some sort of barber or like using it in a certain way like that's more in line and like approved by the african-american community but like there's no right way to employ the word nappy usually or you're saying that one shouldn't just start commenting on an African-American's hair or something in that I way. feel like nappy is a specific thing. That I didn't know that. I mean, honestly, I don't know that I've said it ever. I'm think, trying to think of what else is nappy. What else would you describe as nappy? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I think like it's what I'm like, to, that's what yeah. people would say to African-Americans to, like, shame their hair. And that's why, yeah. like, there's a lot of, like things going on with like african-americans straightening their hair and perms and like vice versa like white people getting perms and trying to get like some sort of afro look or like like that's the difference between maybe a word that everyone in like a certain neighborhood grew up with versus something that was taken back and kind of used into their culture now so that they can discuss it as opposed to being like ashamed by it or like beaten up by it One time, I was talking to someone that I didn't know very well, and he said that he played in a gay capture the flag game. That's where he was headed to right then. And I was like, it seems like a missed opportunity with the name there. And he's like, do you mean because of capture the fag? And I was like, yes. And he seemed a bit put out by that. And I was like, oh, he thinks that, like, I'm not allowed to say that word under any circumstance. I just thought it was kind of funny that it was a gay capture the flag league. And I was like, that sounds like a fun name. I just thought that it was like a fun name for a gay capture the flag league. Is that inappropriate? I feel like because it's a bunch of gay people participating in it, they can fool around with that without being harmed. And so I think within that, like, you can have conversations about it that's just, like, playful and, like, remedial. Okay. I just obviously wasn't trying to offend him. I was just kind of goofing around, you know. Maybe he didn't think I was allowed to say that. Like, I told you the notes for... I wrote a screenplay that some people are reading and liking, and the notes that they wrote back was, one of the hunters is talking about the deer, and he says, I'm going to punch this fag deer in the face. And they wrote back, and they said, what does this slur gain us? They were just kind of like, it's not a really nice word. And I thought that was really lovely, because most of the notes I've gotten over the years have been sort of from a bro-ish standpoint. Where you'd be like, oh gosh. You know, I wrote some of it for the lowest common denominator and they really seemed to connect with those bits. But this was more kind of like I thought it was kindly, you know? But of course, my point was not to be homophobic against a deer or anyone. If anything, deer are the only creatures where gayness would be really accepted. Why? I'm just kidding. I was just wondering what your response to that would be. Izzy gave me a crazy look and I just saw the gears in your head turning. <laughs> what animals should be gay? Penguins? Penguins are gay. So, yeah, but I'm saying it should be. Oh, it's so it cute, though. Like, okay, wants to be like yeah. penguins are so cute about it, though. Like, they just pick up wherever everyone else is going. And, like, I heard about this one that picked up a rock, and they both, like, were sitting on it so that it would hatch. Oh. And then eventually, this is in a zoo, so then they gave him a kid, and they were taking care of it, and so cute. That's sweet, but also sad, because, like, imagine in nature where they didn't have someone giving them a baby... Yeah. But they just care for that rock forever and, like, get sad and go crazy? Oh, And they were gay? Yeah. Oh, cool. There was two male penguins just going on about it. That's cool. What creature do you think would be more lesbian than gay? If there's an animal that you'd be like, oh, these are lesbian. Because penguins, I don't know. They're wearing suits so they could be gay, but also it's menswear so they could be (laughs) lesbians. (laughs) No? I guess. All right, I'll name an animal. You tell me if it's more sensible that that animal have male homosexuals or lesbians, okay? 
cheetah. Lesbian. Yeah, lesbian. Why? Because cat penises have barbs. Oh, okay. So all the cats are gonna go with lesbians because the the guy stuff would be like awful. Yeah. But but do lesbians like animal prints? I don't know. That's a thing that we know about lesbians. <laughs> I don't know anything about lesbians. I don't know who likes animal prints. <laughs> you goes back east. Israel owns a belt that it has every animal print on. Given it. to me. Okay. I did give him the belt. But in my defense, it was from a big box of belts that belonged to my aunt. Back was, east? Back east. <laughs> I was looking through the last time I went back east. And I was like, this belt's funny. I was like, we can use this as a goof for something. Have you ever actually worn it? Yeah, I have a couple cool. times. Do you wear any other animal prints with it? <laughs> I have when I went to this Disney's 99, I think. Okay, cool. All right, let's get back to our lesbian versus regular... Wow, lesbian versus regular. I'll, <laughs> I'll edit no, that out. Just more like, normative. Yeah, no, lesbian versus male homosexual, however you want to call it. Is there a specific word for male homosexual? Like they have lesbian? Um, I don't know. All right. I don't know. Just wondering because I want to stop saying male homosexual or just regular gay, as if to imply that it's a regular. You know what I mean? It's just funny but i like how i'm all bent out of shape about what to use in this term when asking you guys to determine what animals would be lesbian or not okay what about giraffes hmm. they're like horses the, the, their tongues are like hard. two feet long <laughs> and that is gonna uh, help, help that would just be bi that, that would <laughs> god how, do giraffes ever even get to get close to the giraffes yes. they have sex with good grief <laughs> yeah that's why they have a long time like imagine oral sex with a giraffe. The other giraffe would yeah. be so far away. No? Yeah. yeah. It's like good grief. If, if you're on the floor, it would it would be basically like stretch stretching all the way forward and slanted, trying to reach down to you. Yeah. It just seems completely unreasonable. With its legs open. And it seems like it would also look really awkward if they were doing it. No. Uh yeah imagine a giraffe having like like weird like with like tongue going in like two feet deep oh my god you know what's crazy i think i sent these guys photos of it when i was back east last it was for a wedding and the wedding was on some sort of farm ranch thing where they had horses and i guess i'd never looked at a horse's vagina up close and i was like what the fudge is this it was all sorts of like puffy and like mottled skin. It was like piebald. It was like white and black splotches. And like you could really see like things going on. I think I said, kept sending you guys snaps of the horse's vaginas, right? <laughs> no? Was that not me? Guys? I'm pretty sure it was. That was me. That was you. You definitely yeah. were sending me Snapchats of the horse vagina. I just couldn't get over it. I was like, this <laughs> vagina's crazy. And I suffered because of it. <laughs> And I told you that at that wedding, my cousin's wife came over and was like, they just confirmed Brett Kavanaugh. Finally, thank God they're letting Trump do his God's good work. And I was like, what? Are you kidding? Uh, it's really I forgot weird. About Are you for that. real? Yeah. It's a different world sometimes when you leave your area. Yeah, going back east. I asked if she was kidding, and she's like, no, no. And I was like, why? And I was like, well, I guess where I come from, there's a bit of a different <laughs> mindset, you know? It's crazy. What else are we talking about? Have we seen anything else that's fun? Oh, you know what? We just watched Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. And we have not yet talked about Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula. on the show, have we? 
No. I think we talked about wanting to watch Francis Ford yeah. Coppola's Bram Stoker's we, Dracula. It's, 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 it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And was it as good as you had hoped? It's better. Yes. It, it, it's so good. I really like it. I like the fact that lots of it was made using old-timey film techniques. That's why there's the overlays and the stuff that looks kind of ghostly. They had cool. like a fake lightning in the background. It was just like a neon yeah. lightning bolt. I thought that was so cute. Yeah, and the shadow stuff. They used lots of like projection stuff. Like you'll notice that Dracula's shadow often was doing its own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Do you wish your shadow could do its own thing? I wish it could melt into the couch. Ooh, yeah. Like, oh. And then you could just possess someone's couch and live there, like squat there for free. Because Dracula's brides emerged from the bed. Yeah. So you think they just like haunt the bed all day long, waiting for like an unsuspecting prisoner to be... Yeah, I feel like, th- isn't that handy, don't you think? If you can melt into a couch and just be like, ooh, I guess food. So. Like being a Ew. <laughs> You're gross. You're thinking of melting into the couch to eat food. Crumbs out of it? No. Like, no. It, like when someone came along, the the vampire ass would come out and eat. Oh, okay. I thought you were eating crumbs. People dropping. <laughs> I was like, that's gross. Have some respect. At least the couch would be clean. True. <laughs> okay. Here's an update to something we'd mentioned on an earlier episode. You'll remember that we'd announced that Brunei had said that they were going to institute a law where they would stone gay people to death, and there was a lots of backlash. All the celebrities were like, don't go to these hotels. Yeah, so if you want to book a vacation. <laughs> don't go to Brunei. Yeah. Yeah, our gay cruise goes to Brunei. It stops at all the hotspots. Iraq, Brunei, Sadariba. What if it was an S&M, like, cruise ship? Ooh. Like, no one wants an above-ground cabin. Everyone's, like, underground. Yeah. Wait, wait. But it seems like they're not actually stoning gay people to death. They're not? I don't know if it's just now because there's too much pressure. They just can't start rounding them up. People will flip out. But who's to say? You know, you have to see what happens in the future. I saw some headlines that were like, it looks like they're not actually going to do it because it seems like people were like, this is horrific. Okay. Isn't it crazy? Can you believe so recently in our history there was things such as slavery? When I think of it, and I'm just like, oh my God, it was a couple generations. That's crazy. No, aren't you embarrassed? I mean, studying oh, like that history, it's like you see how easily like the distance between power has been made it's crazy i wish current monarchies had real power like i wish the queen of england was constantly trying to take over more land no (laughs) i would love it do you think she'd dress differently if she were constantly trying to like take over new land (laughs) (laughs) she'd have to she has to lead her people into battle because I feel like that'd be cartoonish. They'd be like, oh, she's wearing a matching fuchsia hat and power dress, and she's taking over yeah, her handy-dandy sword by the side. Ooh. Oh, she's in battle? Yeah. I just meant she dressed differently because she was like an imperialist, but you guys yeah, think she, she's yeah. leading the charge no, in battle? No, she's like Melisandre. She's, she's, not, like, she's not I'm 90 charge, years old. I am backing down. What'd you guys think of this latest Game of Thrones? Ooh. Dragons will be missed. Yeah. Oh, well. Who would you support? Who do you think is the rightful heir to the throne? Who has the best claim to the throne? Who do you want to see sitting on the Iron Throne? Uh, that's hard. Um, Daenerys, maybe, because she kind of seems like she does whatever she wants and the people don't like her. Jon is the best, but he doesn't want to, so that'd be sad for him. Hmm. And then, like, Cersei, she's oh, wow. not going to do Who that. would vote for Cersei? Good yeah. grief. Let's do it, Cersei girl. Let's do it. She's got the worst claim to the throne. Yeah. Oh. I think I would agree with Jon Snow. Just because I feel like he would end up 
kind of playing up to the part after a couple years. He would just be like, all right, do my job now. They're both so fantastic though, you know, if only they could lead together. Because they both do mm. mythical stuff. She rides dragons and is immune to fire and he came back from the dead, you know? Yeah, yeah what is her job to be afterwards? And he can't keep doing it, is the point. What have you done for me lately? He's only come back to life once? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Jesus, party of one. He came back to life <laughs> because that woman brought him back to life. And now that woman is gone. Right. So it wasn't his doing. It was that woman's I think doing. it was actually the God of Light. Because I think it's kind of like anyone could have asked. And the God of Light would have been like, sure, he's important. Bring him back. <laughs> he's like a little chess piece. Yeah. What's the most important chess piece? The king. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the queen. Okay. Do you wish you were really, really great at chess? I think... One can be because it's just like you have to remember every single game that's ever happened and learn from it, basically. Yeah, you have to study. If you don't know tons yeah. of moves, if you're not constantly studying, there's no way you could ever keep up. Yeah. That's what I don't like about it. I wish there were a thing like chess where, I don't know, the rules changed or where every time <laughs> you were playing it, it was kind of like you had to figure out if those pieces moved X, Y, Z, how you would attack and defend. Because otherwise, it's just how many times you've played chess. Yeah. So we've talked about basically all of the media that we've consumed recently. Are there any other queer topics that have come up? Anything you've seen recently that you want to talk about? Anything for extra, extra, extra? Ooh. Anything for our ASMR podcast? Extra, extra. We're extra. trying to get James to listen to some pickles. Wait, is there a podcast where you eat pickles? Oh. Yeah, that's my second podcast. <laughs> hot pickles all day. Ew. I've never had a hot pickle. Not on purpose. I mean, burger? like, if it's in a burger, sure, it's hot, but hot, not hot some, someone where someone's like, oh, let me heat up that pickle. No, it's like a juicy pickle. Let me heat up that pickle for you. I love pickles, cornichons, all sorts, Ooh. sweet, sour. I love things that are kind of like a. Vinegary. Yeah, what is that called? In brine? That have been brined? Yeah. Preserved in brine. Yeah. Olives and things like that? Yeah. That's one thing. I think when I'm, like, super wealthy, that's the only thing about my life that'll really change. I'll buy olives without caring about the price. I'll just be like, I want to eat these olives. Oh. Yeah? Cute. Because beyond that, I think I'm fine. I guess we'd have a nice home as well. But in general, I'm just like, oh my god, this little thing of olives is $8? They can't be that good. Maybe if you knew they would be that good, they'd be worth it because a really good olive, oh my gosh. <laughs> what are some like rich people foods or fancy people foods that you love or like? I have a warped vision of what rich people food is, so I can't even begin to say anything. You like pancetta? That's sort I of... Right? Yeah, I like pancetta. Is that rich? That's like a fan well, that's like a fancy meat. You know what I mean? It's like expensive-ish as far as meats go. Okay. You guys love that prosciutto. These are expensive dried trick meats. It's not just fancy people, but I, I just mean things like that are pricey-ish. They're baked sweets. Must be so good. Wait, what? What? Just like any baked sweets for like baked mm. goods. Yesterday like I had a macaron because I got one for helping someone with science. Oh, nice. And... What flavor was it? Panda. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
he was like, oh yeah, I went to the, this cupcake place and they had little cartoons and I bought sixty dollars worth of macarons. Oh, so like ten? Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, then he gave me one. And it anyway. was panda flavored. Interesting. Yeah. Like eucalyptus and meat. <laughs> That's a koala. Pandas eat bamboo. bamboo. <laughs> Would you eat panda? No. What if it's totally allowed? It's not like it's going to hurt the number of pandas. It's like a thing. It's like, if, oh, there's an option. You could try panda right now. If panda were deer, because deer are plentiful, and if they're kept in check, it benefits a lot of trees and stuff. Yeah. We've got to keep these pandas in check. If they were like that? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe? Okay. And now what if I told you that panda would be the most delicious thing you'd ever eaten, but to keep the panda meat tender, they keep the pandas shackled up so they oh, can't really move around much. I could not do that. I and they force feed it. them bamboo. I could not do it. I'm never going to try like... Oh, oh, I eat panda. I'm not going to... I love panda. When we go to Japan, I'm definitely eating whale. Oh. Oh, whale steak? Oh. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you probably would love it. I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah. No? It I'm must sure be like a fish whale. steak, like swordfish. So good. Oh, this show is sponsored by swordfish. <laughs> Send us swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you like swordfish? I made swordfish for you guys. Yeah, the steaks were good. Yeah. Well, all right. With those alfalfa sprouts? Mm. Oh, swordfish. So good. Let's go have some swordfish. Is that the end of the episode? I feel like if we're recording them more regularly like we have been, we don't have to talk for a million years. If there's any other topics we can talk about, otherwise we can do our little outro spiel. Yeah, because instead of hearing us every million years... You'll hear us every other week or so. Yeah. Maybe three times a month. Who knows? I'll see if we could do weekly, but... Let's do it. All right. Well, this was Talk Sucker at Talk Sucker, a queer-themed podcast brought to you by the Slur Faggy. Wait, What? This whole time, you were supporting the show, and we were brought to you by a slur. Anyways, well, you were listening to the sound of freedom. You heard me, P, Izzy, Ah. Izzy and Leo. And Leo, again, hot off of his promotion. Yeah, he got promoted. Welcome to the team, kid. I'm going to give you the keys to the executive washroom. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, wait, I meant the executive wash rag. Uh. Washcloth? The executive washcloth. Oh. All right. Well... (laughs) That's it, and then I hope you like our outro theme, and we really love that you listen to us. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.